Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes of blowjobs. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Potty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. The necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. It's a motherfucking party in here. We finna get big, stab you in the leg with a shovel. Have a shindig. <laughs> On the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. That's what Attila the Hun said, and when he saw his mother, Niagara Falls. <laughs> My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, it's a hard life picking stones and pulling teats, but as sure as... But it, as sure as God's got sandals, it beats fighting dudes with treasure trail. <laughs> Welcome to Body Time. Say that again five times fast. <laughs> oh boy, it's a hard life picking stones and pulling teats, but as sure as God's got sandals, it beats fighting dudes with treasure trail. <laughs> Woo, got it that time. Damn, nailed it. All right, so correction crevice, only small thing. Uh, Victor, in the last game we talked about. Which was? I don't remember. Saints Row. Saints ah, Row. Ah, yes. Uh, Victor was not voiced by Danny Trejo, as we thought, despite the fact he sounded exactly like and him. looked exactly like him. It was like another him. actor named Philip Anthony Rodriguez. You racist. I didn't say it was him. You just said... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for the Crash and Crevice. So let's go ahead and move on to what we play, what we watch, what we do. What's going on with you, Dr. Scientist? Uh, what did I watch? I watched the amazing documentary series American Vandal again. Ooh, that's a good one. Ah, oh, so good. I, you forget how good it is, really. <laughs> with uh, the first season with the dicks on the car. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't watch the second season. The first season is amazing. You never watched the second one? I did, but I didn't like it as much. Yeah, yeah it wasn't as good, but still, first <laughs> was pretty great. Yeah, it's like dick, dick. It's just. So good. Everybody should watch it again. It's good advice. And then, <laughs> and then I watched another faux documentary movie called Savage Land, which I've seen before and I liked it, so I watched it again. It's about a uh, they arrest this guy in like a border town. Okay. And they they charge him with killing the entire town. Mm. The entire town? Yeah. And then like guys go and investigate it and it looks more and more like a zombie attack, but the guy won't do anything to defend himself because he's just all fucked up from seeing everybody get killed. Do they find like footage? And f- he, he has a camera with him and he there's like yeah. 40 pictures he takes. Okay. Interesting. And they go and like show where each picture was taken and it's, it's pretty good. It was interesting. I enjoyed it. So this is a true story? Yeah. Yeah, okay. obviously there's zombies. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen one, but you know, I haven't even, I haven't seen the great, the Grand Canyon, so I can't. I've never seen a whale in person. Who am I to say what's real? <laughs> what the fuck? You guys are making good points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I watched the first, like, three episodes of Game of Thrones. What? That doesn't sound like you. No, it doesn't. You finally you finally caved. You finally do it? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I like it. Now that all the hype's down. Yeah, yeah. once we <laughs> stop talking about it. And you got to watch it on its own merits? Yeah. Uh, there isn't a character I really like. I mean... Whoever Peter Dinklage is, he's like, all right. But all the other characters are kind of annoying. Weren't, wasn't that the whole thing that people kept talking about, how they'd get these characters and they came to love them and then they'd get killed because everyone on that show got oh, killed? Oh, I wish every one of them would die right now, except Peter Dinklage. I think you might get your wish. I think if so. That's, if what I've heard is correct. I heard, that, I heard there's a wedding or a bunch of <laughs> Yeah, <people laughs> that's all I know. 
There's a wedding of some sort. Maisie Williams' character is pretty good too, but she's just a kid though, so it's kind of... One thing I want to know is, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen Game of Thrones. First three episodes. Yeah. How does the kid fall off the castle and get into a coma and live? He's in a coma for like over a month. I think we should just use the Simpsons logic, and if we don't know what it is, a wizard did it. Mm. Are there wizards in Game of Thrones? I, I assume so. There's fucking dragons and shit. Or and talk ice zombies, right? Aren't ice zombies a thing? This is awesome. But is that magic? Three people talking about Game of Thrones who have combined seen three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you saw it, Papa Scott. You've seen everything. No, I've never seen it. I've never All right, seen so you guys are going to go through this with me. Yeah. I'll, yeah, take, I'll take it secondhand watching. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I still don't get it. It kind of bothers me. I think, especially in like medieval times, people want comas. They died, right? Because they can't eat. I mean, the average expect life expectancy was like 33. Yeah. So probably, yeah. I think that's the thing. Maybe they shoved food down their throat. Like, we. I don't know. I, what like if- that Seinfeld episode when the guy passes out and they put cookies in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what they did back then, but with like, you know, food of the time. Like yeah. bread and... Yeah, like bread Need? and go turkey or legs. Whatever. <laughs> turkey legs. But I don't know. I'll, I'll keep you guys updated if I see more episodes in that. Future. All right. <laughs> You're just basing the classic food off Ren Fair. <laughs> <laughs> and then they went and bought a sword at the guy. <laughs> we watched a jousting match. Isn't that yeah. what happened? <laughs> and then they did a theater and a play. It was great. <laughs> That's fantastic. You tell me they didn't have turkey legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, On special boy. occasions. Coming in hot with this one. Uh, what did I play? I played this quick little indie game called Seasons After the Fall. It was just a platformer. It was all right. It was pretty and cute. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, nothing challenging. Just a yeah, just a just an interesting little game. You play a fox and you jump around. Just a game. And I still played some more of the Eichenfell. The strategy RPG I was playing last. Oh time. yes, yes. Right, right. Yeah, played more of that. That's all I really did. What about you, Papa Scotch? Did you uh, did you watch some movies or something? Yeah, possibly play maybe a game or two. Stadia? I mean, I, oh uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, all I played really, I started The Walking Dead, Michonne, but barely got anywhere in mm-hmm. that. You're not feeling it, are you? He doesn't need his fifth platinum of it. <laughs> No, I, that's one of them that somehow escaped me. I think I did like every season of The Walking Dead that they released, the Telltale ones, but I think I missed Michonne somehow. She's the coolest character. Yeah, she's pretty badass. And uh, just regular chill, some some golf, PGA 2K21. Cool guy that? stuff, you know? You digging cool that golf? Stuff. I like it. It's definitely uh, less arcadey than the Tiger Woods ones. Mm, so there's no like Tiger power or whatever. No, like you can overswing a little bit and maybe get a little extra distance, but you can't like control the spin in the air or anything like that. That's dumb. Yeah, who wants to, to play control it? What about like the putter vision? I know, right? If I want real golf, I'll go play real golf. Yeah, how's the putt? Arcade shit. Do they show the green with arrows and stuff? Dude, it's it's the same thing you've seen in most golf games. It's like a grid and it shows like the slope of which yeah. way it's moving okay. and then it'll I then wish you I could see the ground like golfers do. I know. You could hit a button and it'll like you line it up, and if you think you're right, you hit a button, and then it does the preview of where that's gonna go. And yeah. if you do like harder difficulties, you can't do that anymore. Okay. But I'm I'm out here with like a plus seventeen handicap. It's not even fun anymore. Is that, uh, is that good? It's like an average score. Of, if par is seventy two, my average score is like fifty eight. Oh oh, plus seventeen's like oh. the, the line. Damn. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it, the handicap being that if I play a round against you in order to make it fair, if you're handicap zero, you have to add 17 strokes to my final score <laughs> uh, <laughs> to make us even. Man, I wish I was as good at anything like you are good at golf on video games. <laughs> good at fight golf. <laughs> Dude, I, I can't real play golf that well, but uh, video game golf, you watch the fuck out. I'll tell you. Can Keep you play watching. online? Yeah, absolutely. You can play with ghosts too, which is fun. Mm. And it's like you, everyone tees off at the same time, and you see like the characters' ball flight and stuff, and then you see them. You see the characters' balls. Swinging. Yeah, <laughs> my kind. Just of golf. one ball, <laughs> one ball per person. That's it. Nice. But uh, I played those, you know, just plugging away, kind of decompressing after fucking cyberpunk. <laughs> I still have. I think maybe eventually, I, I want to get through Doom Eternal. I still want to at least beat that once, and then. Maybe Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but there's like PlayStation Five games, man. There's nothing. Yeah. Maybe Deathloop will be cool, but I'm waiting for the reviews on that. Yep. No more pre-ordering. Yeah, and Ratchet and Clank doesn't come out for another two months, so three months. I think if you would have told me, like maybe four or five years ago, there's maybe two or three franchises I would automatically pre-order, and now I don't think there's any. No. I at this point, maybe Ratchet and Clank. If I could get a PlayStation Five, but other than that, I can't think of one. I'm trying to think. It used to be Fallout for sure, and then you know yeah, that happened. And it used to be NHL and Borderlands, but now I'm like, I can't even go back. I I, I can't bring myself to go back and play the Borderlands Three DLC. Yeah, and I know it's good. You guys enjoy it. You guys have fun, but I just I don't know. Yeah, it's I depressing. hear you, man. It's just one of those slumps. Let's move off to this bullshit uh, movies I watched. Oh, that sounds good. Let's hear it. I watched, you ready for this? The classic seminal horror film, Ouija. Seminal means it's full of semen? Which one? Aren't there like yes. thousands of Ouija's? There are. There's, um, If you search, there's a lot of Ouija movies, but there's only, there's two that are, I guess, canon or the ones that actually own the name Ouija. Mm. And that was Ouija, just named Ouija that came out in 2014. That's the one I watched. And then there's the second one, which I can't remember the name, but it's done by Mike Flanagan, who was the guy that did uh, The Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting of Bly Manor, and he did Oculus. Origin of Evil? Origin of Evil, yes. Do you know there's a Ouija shark? I did. Yes. I have not. I wish I, I watched that one. You can't. You can't watch it. It's horrible. <laughs> I also did watch Ouija Blood Ritual, and man, was that a piece of shit! <laughs> it was like super low budget. Like I honestly say, I honestly think if we got our hands on high def red camera, we could make it look exactly like this movie did. Yeah, that's the kind of budget we're dealing with, which isn't necessarily bad. But this movie, it was like. The premise was there was this guy and his sister. Her, his sister was like the on-camera personality and the host and then one of their friends. And what they would do is like do these stupid like spooky party games and like debunk them. Mm. And and one of them like was a creepy pasta called Closet Man. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a guy who molested it was It was not great. It, it was... Th- there were some genuinely when it actually got to the spooky parts they weren't bad they were fine but the problem was this is a 80 minute movie that felt like three hours and there was two minutes of spooky stuff that was the problem if we could tighten this up a little bit and maybe not had people talk about bullshit might have had something there but it wasn't great and then 
first Ouija also was not great. Ouija t- Origin of Evil was way better. Like, way better. That's weird. And, oh, God, what was the other one I watched? It's on my list here. Oh, yeah, I remember. Finally, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my trend going of watching a movie, like, six weeks after both you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched uh, Hell House 2. Hell House LLC 2. <laughs> what did you think of that? I, I thought it was pretty cool how they shot a scene at Joey B's <laughs> and, uh, and shot a scene at, uh, I think it was the Boulevard, the diner yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. They shot scenes there. I thought that was pretty neat to see it. And But, I mean, it was mostly the first movie again. Yeah, exactly. And I, I see what they were trying to do with, like, the, the sort of retcon time travel type stuff. I kind of get it. It wasn't really time travel. I guess it was more like a the stilted storytelling yeah. yeah, the first one was better. I, I think so, too. And I think the second one, again, could have been tightened up a little bit. But there were still some spooks in it. Yeah. Spooky moments. Not the worst sequel I've seen. Way better than Ouija. And Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. But uh, it's just really fun to see the place I worked in high school for two days washing dishes. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking haunted house. I remember they there's there was a... I don't know if you guys remember being back there when it was a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I, I remember it being crowded as shit. Yeah, it always was crowded, and uh, the entrance in the movie was the entrance of the restaurant next to the parking lot, mm-hmm. and it, they boarded it up in the movie. But usually, like right to the right, there were two windows-looking things, and that was like a nine, ten-person table, like a circular table. Yeah, it was like by itself. But right past that was the kitchen, and they showed it in the movie, like where you they would look through the porthole in the kitchen. Yeah. Anyway, because the doors swung both ways. There, I remember specifically when one of our friends, uh, who I guess I won't name drop, uh, he went to ba- the door was swinging at him, and he he his hands were full, and he went to like keep it open so he could walk through. Yeah. And so he put his head out because it was like a light metal door. So he put his head out and put his head right through the fucking glass in the porthole. Give me initials so I can know who it is. No. Uh, a S. Oh, okay, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, put his head right through it, and then. Uh, struggle. I guess we could drop his nickname. Mm. He was the other guy working there, and he laughed so hard he cried. Like he had to go. <laughs> they almost sent him home because he was laughing so hard. <laughs> he couldn't wash dishes. So whenever I see them looking through the port, it was funny because in the movie, one of the portholes was broken. I just, think, I just think in my head, like, did they never fix that? Probably. What happened here? Ah, <laughs> uh, it was it was a good memory. I'm glad I, I'm glad I had that back. But uh, that's that's really. All I got a chance to watch. Uh, how about you, Sir Chump Slap? Mm. Playing, watching, doing what's going on with you? Well, I kicked on some dudes again, you know. Mm. They have a knife fight in it now, which is pretty fun. Three Can't on- you bring a gun to it? No. Oh. That's what it says. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just melee weapons and tomahawks. 3v3. Do they still have those uh, ballistic knives? No. Not in this one. A ballistic knife? Yeah, those things are badass. Illegally in the United States. It's like a knife you hold with both hands and you like hit it and it like ejects a knife at somebody. (laughs) Get it? Like a ballistic. You get it. You're smart. Yeah, yeah, I got it. They're pretty badass. (laughs) After I played with them in that game, I was like, oh, I want one. I was like, oh, they're illegal. You can't have them. I mean, so are switchblades. They're just paperweights, you know? They're paperweights. Yeah, but those are, I don't know how we easily that you could find a ballistic knife illegally but you know whatever i could get you a ballistic knife (laughs) i can get you a ballistic knife by three (laughs) o'clock with nail polish on it 
But yeah, that's all I played. Uh, I watched a couple movies. Watched this one movie called No Escape Room, I believe. Scotchy talked about it last week. Oh, that's right. I did watch that one. What, <laughs> did, what were your thoughts? I thought it was okay until the end, and I'm like, that's what? exactly what he said. Yeah, it's like what it the just fuck? it just ended. It just it had like that weird moment at the end, and you're like, okay, okay, where are we going from? And then end. Yeah. And you're it, like, what? It didn't make any sense. No, I didn't. Do escape didn't rooms ever it. make sense? Well, I mean, it it was decent up till then when people were just like disappearing and shit. But yeah, it was okay. Like up to then, I was in. You know, yeah. I mean, it was nothing. It wasn't an amazing film, but I was in for something spooky, right? Like it was. Yeah, yeah, keep it spooky. And then at the end, <laughs> it was just like, oh, it's not even over, but the movie's over. Yeah, the mo- that's what I said in my my review. <laughs> They were just like shit. We wrote ourselves into a corner. Just end it. Just end it. Just, <laughs> yeah. just, just credits. It's fine. Yeah, because it didn't make sense how they showed up back at the restaurant either. When they no, because took- I I was waiting for them to have that moment where like they thought they were out, and yeah. then they were still in the building. That that never, that just didn't happen. Yeah. I don't. It didn't make any. Sense. Mm, I'm gonna have to watch it and go figure you're gonna it out. For you guys, to, you're gonna have to check it out. Maybe no can, escape room. All right. Yep. It's on Netflix, I think. Yeah. And if before you sorry before you jump in here, sorry. but wasn't there another escape room movie on Netflix that was like a ha- same conceptually the same thing like a haunted escape room? Uh, probably I don't know. Oh, I'm sure God. they made a bunch. When, yeah, when that shit was hopping two years ago. Uh, yeah, exactly. That, that those movies and Ghost Hunts Gone Wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But go, and I'll tell you what, Ghost Hunt's Gone Wrong, I am there for it. I can't get enough of those Dude, there's movies. a million of them on Amazon. I know. Prime. I know. I've seen like the ten minute, first 10 minutes of about 40 of them. Some of them are really good. So, yeah, some the, of them are. The one I re- Grave, uh, Grave Encounters, I think, was the best one. Yeah, the original one was fucking banging. The second one was straight. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I watched this movie called Hosts. Mm. Where these... It's a Christmas dinner... And this guy invites his, this elderly man, his wife and his kids, invite this young couple over. And before the young couple goes over, a demon possesses them. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> and, man, why couldn't that be your Scott? I would have loved the thought what we came up with, but it wouldn't even come close to that. <laughs> right? And it's fucking weird. They just kill him and find out that the guy was I don't know he's got some type of relation to him wait so the people who are invited over kill him or the people yeah the people who are invited over kill him because okay. they're possessed yeah. by demons there's one scene at the dinner table they're like their mom's like oh I just I'm finally cancer free and everyone's like oh that's so great and this chick just whips out a fucking hammer and beats her head in Jesus, it's, <laughs> it's wild <laughs> Uh, just because I'm not looking anything up, there was No Escape Room, which is what we watched mm-hmm. from 2018, and then the movie Escape Room from 2019. Completely Ooh, different horror film. Sequel. <laughs> it has uh, Deborah Ann Wool in it. Don't know who that is. She was in The Punisher and True Daredevil. Blood? True Blood, yeah. Yeah. And it has Tyler Labine, fucking Dale from Tucker and Dale. Oh, I know who Tyler Labine yeah. is. I might have to check that one out. Yeah, definitely. But, all right, let's see what else did I watch. I watched Mandeo of the Dead. <laughs> okay. 
I'm listening. Mandeo is the guy's last name. And he finds out he can astral project while he's sleeping. And he tries to prevent a murder by doing so. By astral projecting back in time. And I don't know. It's like comedy buddy movie. A buddy astral projection movie. Yeah. Kind of like Psych, but... But not nearly as good. It's pretty good. I'd give it a watch if you're into something lighthearted, fun. And there's also Mandeo Returns. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I didn't get to watch that one yet, but I'll, I'll let you know next week. Okay, perfect. And we'll go right to the slapper now. Slapper of the week. <laughs> Buzzard. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. You never guess this one. It doesn't even make sense. No, no. It's definitely not going to be about a bird. <laughs> no, it's too easy. Way it's going to be about a serial killer who uses saw blades to murder his victims, and they just call him the buzzard. Mm. Okay. It's good. It's good. I'm going to go with a roving band of vampire werewolves who... Vampire werewolves. Yep. Okay. Who treat their murders like a game show. And the <laughs> game show is called Buzzard. Like buzzword? <laughs> kind of, yeah. But that's they say it fast, so it sounds like buzzard. Oh. You guys get yeah. it. No, no. Not even close. It's about this... Loser who just does little scams, like calls Tostinos and tells them he had shitty pizzas so he get free pizzas and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> so sure. scumbag is what you're saying. Yeah. You hate him. I mean, through the whole movie, you're like, oh, man. Plus, he just looks fucking weird. And he gets tasked with sending out these checks at work to people who they weren't deliverable to. And he decides... He's just going to sign them all over to himself. And he just cashes them. And he finds out that they they photocopy both sides of the check. And he's like, oh, shit. So he goes on the run. And he's <laughs> he's got a power glove he made out to, like, Freddy Krueger. He has fucking, like, four knives on it. <laughs> <laughs> and he just fucking, it's his misadventures of... Hanging out in his friend's basement while he's not going back to his house because he's paranoid. And there's a three-minute scene of him eating spaghetti on a hotel bed. That's one shot. <laughs> Almost the whole plate. It's fuck. It's wild. It's something, dude. Is do you think this is where mukbang came from? I don't know, but when I saw him shove the whole big ass meatball in his mouth, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's gonna choke or laugh or something, but. He's a good actor. <laughs> Stuck it out. All right. Well, there, there you go. Go watch Buzzard, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd suggest it. Go for it. We're going to have to like get real outside the box with these guesses, Dr. Scientist. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I think he's purposely trying to find ones that don't match what happens. Mm. No. Oh, he's, he's not tipping his hat. He's not tipping no, his no. hat. Maybe. He, oh, he's not. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm just, it's hard to find him anymore. A few and far between these slappers. Well, you keep looking, and while you're doing that, let's get into video game news slash stuff. <gasps> See, that wasn't. I don't know where that. Yeah, went. they should stop. 
So Sony gave away a bunch of free games uh, to try and make you forget that you don't need a PlayStation 5 right now. What? They dropped Ratchet and Clank for free on way back on March 1st, on March 25th. Abzu, Enter the Dungeon, Res Infinite, Subnautica, The Witness, and on PSVR, Astrobot Rescue Missions, Moss, Thumper, and Paper Beast. Hmm. Then on April 19th, they're giving away Horizon Zero Dawn with all the DLC as part of their play at home program all right that's yeah fair. it's just to give you games that they'll put on your playstation 5 sequels so yeah just get you hyped yeah to get you uh yeah they're like i know we don't have much going on with playstation 5 right now as far as games so here's a bunch of free ones go go kill some time with these well, maybe i'll play zero dawn again yeah i'm interested to get into uh the witness i heard that was a good one it is good but it's hard as hell Oh, well, then if it's if it's too hard, I can't do it. Well, you have to think a lot. <laughs> I mean, if you oh, you got to think. Fuck that. I mean, you you could use a, a guide and go through it, but then you kind of defeat the whole purpose Fuck of the game. That. What kind of game is it? Is it walking sim? Yeah. Oh, walking is there, sim is puzzle really? game. Nailed it. Damn, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's done by the guy who did uh, Braid, I think maybe. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. Break, uh, again, maybe it, it probably wasn't him, but it's probably somebody else. But whatever, we'll give it a go. Yeah. Uh, in other news from PlayStation, the new PSVR controllers were announced, and oh. we've got a picture of them. Oh, what do they look like? It's difficult to explain, but they look like uh, you hold them in your hand. It's as if you have a normal PlayStation Five controller that has been broken in half, mm-hmm. and you're holding each part. And then there's like a plastic part coming out of the palm all the way around protecting the hand. They look a lot like the Oculus ones, basically. Okay, yeah. That's fair. Kind of difficult to explain that way, but uh, you can look up a picture there. We're on the internet right now. Yeah. Uh, They're going to have the adaptive triggers like the PlayStation 5, DualShock 5 has. Oh, that's cool. It almost has to, though. But I didn't see any lights on them, so I don't know how it's going to do motion tracking. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. But uh, they're, they're keep, they keep slowly teasing out PSVR news. Well, they for better the next get on. Oh, just you don't have to check. It was definitely done by John Blow who did Braid. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, the other neat little tidbit, a couple more tidbits I have here, but there was a GTA modder who basically created a fix a for GTA Online to reduce the load times by 70%. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. And then Rockstar to say thank you basically took that put or gonna put it in the next update and threw ten grand at the guy. Really? Said thanks. Ten grand. I know that's what I said too. That's not that. Why, much. why don't they just shit in his hand? Because he did it anyway. <laughs> I mean, what the shit? Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he already did it. He's he did it for free, so they're just like, yeah, all right, here's a couple couple grand. I mean, they could have offered him a job, too. Yeah, but what or they could have paid I him. I mean, the game's been out for 15 years. Yeah, how do you know it didn't take him that long to make that? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> $10,000, he could have spent years on that. Right. Uh, but I, I thought it was very interesting that a modder who, had, who basically is dicking around on their free time yeah. reduced it by 70%. That's pretty impressive. That is pretty wild. Especially because they don't know. They couldn't do that themselves. Or they didn't care. They just didn't give a shit yeah. at that point, probably. Uh, last piece of news I have. Uh, because of various contract incentives, the Activision CEO, Bobby Kotick, is set to make about $200 million this year. Good for him. See, that's the bonus. And then that's above all the stock he normally gets every year and above his paycheck. I think... Didn't he get that bonus because he fired a 
couple thousand people. Probably. Well, that's the thing. He got the bonus because of the way the stock happened. Uh, it, it it was like a, a bonus that was never supposed to actually happen, but because of the pandemic, the stock went way up. Yeah. And because that was within the four-year window, he got this bonus, basically. But the, the kick in the dick is that they've laid off somewhere between 1,300 and 1,700 people since early 2019. Yeah. And then this guy's getting a $200 million bonus. Not not his pay, not his stock he normally gets. That's a America. Bonus of 200 mil. Gotta love I it. I probably could have kept all those people employed with plenty to spare, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say. But that's not America, then. No, you're right. What are we, so, what am communist? I exactly. Get out of here. Yeah, we're commies. <laughs> All right. So how about we get into it? Let's get into the games <gasps> this week. What do you mean, games? Oh, thanks for asking. That's this <laughs> week. This week, we're doing things a little bit different. I wanted to do this game, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, but that's the third in the series, so we might as well go over the first two. You guys never played any of them, right? I think I might have played the second one a little bit. Never straight through, maybe just jumped on someone's screen and played a little. I don't know. I know I played a lot of the original Legend of Zelda. I never, I made it, I maybe played the Adventure of Link twice once or twice but it wasn't the same so i didn't like it because mm-hmm. I, I was also a child at the time mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so much like game of thrones i'm gonna be the only one who did it any of these yep yep i watched the first three all right yeah you're always about swords and stuff <laughs> <laughs> also fun fact before i started researching these games i was under the impression the game was called Link's adventure like, I would have argued with you about That's it. The first one? The second one. Okay. Isn't it? It's oh, the, Adventures the Adventures of Link. Of Link. I gotcha. The Adventure of Link. Yeah, I would have argued with you. if I would have said, no, it's called Link's Adventure. You'd be like, no, it's not. It's like mm. you were a fucking kid when you read that, you idiot. Just another time Papa Scotch would have been wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, and I, like I said, I up until a week ago, I thought that's what the name of the game was <laughs> for the my whole fucking life. Wow. Yeah, pretty dumb. But let's let's go ahead. Let's let's just get right into it. Let's do it. Tell us what happens. Uh, OG original, The Legend of Zelda, released February twenty first, nineteen eighty six. A week after Valentine's Day. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor <laughs> Scientist. Uh, released for the Nintendo Entertainment System, developed by Nintendo Entertainment Analysis and Development, published by Nintendo. It is an action adventure game written by Takashi Tezuka. However, the person we're going to be talking about is Kenji Teriyu, who actually wrote the manual, which is where this entire story's from. The fucking book that came with yep. the game. Wow, remember when they used to do that? What's an instruction book? Crazy. So, we can just roll through this pretty quick. It's not super dense, basically. There's a small kingdom, it's called Hyrule, and there's a guy by the name of Ganon, who's the Prince of Darkness, who <laughs> invades and steals the Triforce of Power. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This Triforce of Power, guess what it does? It gives the person great strength. What? Yeah, pretty nuts, right? <laughs> That's neat. Ganon then wants to get the Triforce of Wisdom, but he can't because Princess Zelda split it into eight different pieces, hid it in a bunch of underground dungeons, and then she got kidnapped by Ganon because he's like, where is it? And she's like, go fuck Damn. yourself. You think she's getting waterboarded and stuff? Probably. Hell, hellfire or something? With... Ganon doesn't seem like a good dude. 
No. And now he's a super strong bad dude. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm, I was confused here. Maybe I read it wrong. But I was always under the impression that all these dungeons and monsters and everybody was, like, fighting with Ganon. Right? I don't think they all are, but... Apparently, they're just... They just live in those dungeons themselves. Yeah, they're yeah. just there to protect the pieces. Or they're just there in the dungeon. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know how you break a Triforce in eight pieces. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. And I also don't... What, is it called the Triforce when you have all three of the Triforces together? That's a triple Triforce. Yeah, that's triple, a try, gotcha. try try Try, cool. Cool. <laughs> Hashtag try try. <laughs> so before... I just have her as PZ in my notes. Before Princess Zelda is kidnapped, she tells her nursemaid Impa, Impa? Impa, yeah. Impa, to go out there and find someone courageous enough to save the kingdom. So Impa goes out, roams the land. She gets surrounded by Ganon's henchmen, and a young boy by the name of Link rescues her. And this is, what I love about this story is that this entire, this has been going on for 25 years now. This series has had, I don't even know how many games. 15, 20 ish? Yeah, something like a that. A few. And then many. the whole catalyst for the story is oh shit, there's a boy. Hey, can you help? Yeah, you're good. Well, it's. Get out there. She's getting attacked by Ganon's henchman and Link saves her. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's the test. You got, you passed it. You're courageous. You can save the world now. And also child. in this game, Link's like eight or he's like 10 years old. Maybe. Yeah, he's pretty fucking young. Because in the second one, they say he's 16, yeah. and it's six years after. So he's 10. But um, anyway, Impa convinces him to help, and uh, she he says, yeah, I'll go save Zelda. I'm a badass. So, But he needs eight pieces of the Triforce of Wisdom in order to even fight Ganon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, throughout the story, Link goes, he locates and braves the eight underworld labyrinths. Each one has a final boss. I'm not going to go through each one, but he fucks him up and gets all the pieces. He's got eight pieces now. Yay. They fucked around and found out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they go to Death Mountain, and by they, I mean Link. He kills Ganon with the silver arrow because that's the only thing that can kill Ganon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Takes the Triforce of Power. Yep. Returns that and the Triforce of Wisdom. Rescues Princess Zelda. Hyrule's now with peace. Yay. No cap. That is the entire story of Zelda 1. And I think, was there an opening crawl to that game? I think there was a little bit yeah, of text before you started. was just that about Hyrule being whatever. Yeah. It was like 20 words. Like it wasn't long. It was like a tweet. Was this the first game with New Game Plus? That's a great question. Because you could go and do the dark evil dungeon the second board yeah it's pretty interesting how they came up with the second thing of this if you read it because didn't i read that it was the first game with a battery in it for save games could be that i do recall reading so i don't know when final fantasy came out might be 88 never mind i don't know it was the first console game to include an internal battery for saving yeah data. so there you go <laughs> so i assume it was the first game with a new game plus yeah makes yeah, sense yeah it was originally supposed to have 16 dungeons, but they lost eight of them when they were doing it. Is that a fact? Yeah. And then. So that's like, why they did that. So when they, they got like towards the end and figured out it was long enough. And then like they found the other eight dungeons. Some I don't know how they lost them or how they found them. So they're just like, all right, we'll make it. You can do it again in these eight different dungeons. <laughs> that's weird. Well, I mean, this was back in the day when there were no 
there was no network attached storage. There was no <laughs> folder drops. Like they, all that shit was on floppy disk. They dropped a floppy disk behind the yeah. fucking coffee. Yeah, it fell behind a cabinet, <laughs> and that's how. Oh yeah, they we, were we moving had offices. Thirty-two. I don't know what's smaller than a meg kilobyte. Yeah, thirty-two kilobyte yeah. floppy disk. Jesus, wow. that's. All right, let's go on to the second. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> all right, Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link. Released in Japan. Oh, by the like, Legend of Zelda was a huge game, like huge game for Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. And what I found interesting about Zelda Two is that it was released in Japan on January Fourteenth, nineteen eighty-seven, but didn't come to North America until December First, nineteen eighty-eight. That's almost two years. Hmm. That's I wonder why that is. A little over one year. Which is January Fourteenth, eighty-seven. Oh, January. I thought you said July. Listen. <laughs> I usually don't. So, so yeah. almost two years, about a couple months short. Developed by Nintendo EAD and published by Nintendo, released for the Nintendo Entertainment System. It's an action role-playing platformer written by Takashi Tezuka. Oh, I thought you were going to say 6-9. <laughs> by Takashi 6-9. <laughs> World's famous snitch. It was released six... Well, it takes place six years after The Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Link is 16 years old. And he starts the game noticing some kind of wild crest on the back of his left hand, which just happens to look like the crest of Hyrule. No way. Weird. Now, yeah, this game, uh, there's not... It's a little bit more involved than the first one. Not not as much, but Link goes on to find Impa, and then he ends up going to the North Castle, where there's this door that was magically sealed for generations, right? Mm-hmm. Impa's like, hey, I got an idea. She takes his hand, puts it on the door, and the door magically opens. What? Behind the door, there's a sleeping maiden who's also named Zelda, but not Zelda from the first game. That'd be too easy. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that wouldn't make sense. She's from long ago, hundreds of years ago, Eons. and is the, the titular Legend of Zelda. Oh. And I, I love how they retconned this nonsense and explained yeah. why there's all these legends of Zelda. But uh so back in the day, way back when, bunch of family shit going on, right? Mm. Zelda's brother wants the secrets of the deceased father about where the Triforce is. Princess Zelda says you can go fuck yourself. Mm. So the prince, her brother, says, well you know what? I'm bringing my wizard into this fight. <laughs> <laughs> so the wizard, the prince's wizard, tried to sway her and kind of went a little bit far, tried to kill her with a spell, and then it accidentally killed the wizard and put Zelda into a deep sleeping spell. Yeah, pretty much sleeping beauty. Conceptually, the exact same thing. Now, the prince feels like shit. He never meant to put his kill his sister or put her into a sleep. That was all the wizard's doing. But uh, he can't reverse the spell. He has no idea what he's doing. So he had his sister, Princess Zelda, placed in the tower, hoping one day she'd eventually wake up down the road at some point. But the weird part is, and this is where the legend comes from, he decreed the prince, who I suppose is now the king, right? I guess, yeah. Or will be the king. But at some point he decreed any princess born to the royal family from this point on would be named Zelda in remembrance of the tragedy. Yeah, never get confusing in any way. Yeah, I never knew that until I saw this. I didn't either. I had no idea. I just thought that The Legend of Zelda was this far away, long a time ago thing, which it, I guess it is. But you're always like fighting towards that. I didn't realize that Princess Zelda was in every goddamn game and it was a different one most yeah. of the time. 
It's kind of weak. So Impa tells Zelda. The mark means he was chosen to awaken Princess Zelda. Wait, sorry. Impa told Link that. Yes. That, that the mark was chosen to awaken Zelda. She gave Link a crest with six crystals and some kind of wild ancient writings and says that only the great... It, it's been foretold. Only the great future king of Hyrule can actually read it. Yeah, and he knows how to read it. Ain't that some shit. (laughs) (laughs) So it tells him that these crystals need to be put in six statues around Hyrule, which will then open a great palace, which has the Triforce of Courage. Only the combined Triforces can awaken Zelda. Mm -hmm. So is this... Are we we led to believe, and I'm I'm asking a question here, uh, the first game had the Triforce of, of Power, and it had the Triforce of Wisdom, and now... This is the Triforce of Courage. So I, I think the other two from the first game are, are still around? Yeah. Yeah, they're still in Hyrule. Okay, so this is like the third Triforce Yeah, that, to make to make the Tri-Tri. Yeah. Apparently the king hid this Triforce in a palace far away. To stop his evil ki- kid. Yeah. The lore in this game gets so wild so fast. <laughs> so he goes to uh, all the statues, puts the things in, restores them. Ganon's followers, obviously, are trying to kill him the entire time, because otherwise it would be a pretty boring game. But because... Sounds uh, like a question. This, this, okay, so this is where the game starts losing me a little. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know, it's pretty early for this. But apparently, the followers are trying to kill Link mm. because they believe that if they get Link's blood to spill on Ganon's ashes, it'll bring him back to life. Yes. You need to kill Link to revive Ganon. When you okay. die, it shows you a screen of Ganon coming back and laughing at you. So it does happen. If you die, yeah. But that's not the canon ending because you survive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, the canon ending is the bad guy wins. That's the Ganon ending. <laughs> oh! oh no. Damn, I'm okay. going yeah. home. I'll see myself out. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> so Link does all this. Goes into the Great Palace, and inside he battles, I guess, an enemy that comes up in a lot of games, the Thunderbird? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a mirror fight where he has to kill Dark oh, Link. That, that, that's oh, a terrible fight. Fuck yeah. First Mark that on your... Maybe. Yeah, it is the first time. But it, is it? It's, well, the first time, at least in Zelda, that you fight yourself. It's so Fair annoying. Enough. So eventually Link kills him, claims the Triforce of Courage, and returns it to Zelda. And the three triangles... Uh, unite to the collective Triforce, a.k.a. Tri-Tri, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Three-Tri, a.k.a. Re-Retry. Got it. Link's wish is to awaken Zelda, and Zelda is now awake. Boom. Done. Finn. This game, I mean, th- this, oof, okay. So the next game, we're just going to roll right into Let's this. Let's do it. All right, finally. No fucking around. Let's go. This is the game we all came here for. We all know you want to hear A Link to the Past, released in Japan, November 21st, 1991, and North America, April 13th, 1992. About five months, so a little bit better than that two-year delay They're getting of the better. last They're game. Getting better. Uh, released for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, Ooh. developed by Nintendo EAD and published by Nintendo. Ooh. Action-adventure game written by Kenzuke Tanabe. So different writers for all three of these, I guess, technically. Interesting. Mm. Not really. <laughs> yeah, not really. I mean, technically, they're three completely different games, but they just threw the story together a little bit. Now, for the sake of keeping this as clean as possible. Mm-hmm. All right, we won't curse. No, no, we can fuck. We can swear all day. <laughs> but 
This game, Link to the Past, uh, the title's not just a clever name. It's a prequel to the original two games. Yeah. There's also the Ocarina of Time, which is a game further down the line for Legend of Zelda, but it has some bearing on that game. So I'm just going to read what Wikipedia told me because none of these words make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but it may come up and make a difference when we someday, if we someday right. do Ocarina of Time. And that is, and I'm quoting Wikipedia here, so could be wrong, could be right. Sounded good. Quote, it's within a link to the past. It's within the official chronology is the first game in the defeated hero timeline that connects to an alternate reality scenario that the hero of time does not succeed in the Ocarina of Time. This results in Ganon being imprisoned in the sacred realm in his dark beast form out of desperation. Having successfully gathered all three pieces of the Triforce, Ganon's evil desires have transformed the realm into the dark world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Isn't, yeah. that, isn't that where it starts? Sort of. There's a lot of pre-scroll yeah. going on in this game. But I guess there uh, there's different time. I've never played Ocarina of Time. I hear it's amazing. Uh, people, there's different timelines going on. And this, I guess, is the chronology of the defeated hero timeline. Okay. So, Sounds good. Whatever. I'm assuming that'll matter later. Don't Don't assume. Okay, you're right. That was stupid. It doesn't matter. We start with some wild pre-scroll stuff. And uh, apparently a long time ago in Hyrule, we're always back. We're always in Hyrule. Mm-hmm. We're, just, we're just always not. There was uh, these legends that talked of a hidden golden power, Ooh. which is the Triforce, right? That's, that's what they're talking about, the Triforce. Mm. Are they? I don't know. I don't know, but a lot of people wanted that shit, mm. and a lot of people went to get that shit. And none of them ever came back. Correct. One day, evil power emitted from the land, and the king ruled seven wise men to seal the gate to the golden power land, and it was meant to be sealed forever. And it and so, just so much, so much time has passed that this all fell to the wayside of legend. And that's it. That's the game. Yeah, it's been sealed to this day. Thank you very much. <laughs> Good one. Good one, guys. <laughs> Some of these names are going to trip me up, but a, a powerful wizard named Aghanim. Ooh. Is that right? I think it's yeah. Ag- Agahim. Aghanim. Agahim. Agani- the Nim is what throws me off, because I want to say Agahim, but it's Aghanim. All right. Fine. Wizman Aggie, he <laughs> usurped the throne. I like that one. Bewitched the king's soldiers, and I kind of like that idea. Like, he didn't just convince everybody. He, like, put a spell on them or whatever. Yeah. And his plan is to break a, the hundreds-year-old seal, make the wise men vanish, and cast the seven maidens to the dark world in order to break the seal on Ganon. Correct. To open a portal oh. to the real world. And with these final seven maidens, Zelda was the last of the seven maidens. What? Yes, he shipped the other ones, right? Yes, he shipped all the other six to, the, to fuck off in the dark world. So Zelda was the only princess left. Wouldn't they all be called Zelda if they were princesses? Oh, this happens before. This happens before, and Zelda... So is this yeah. the original Zelda? The one that was sleeping? Yes. I, I took that to believe yes. Okay. That's what I'll, I'm going to believe that. So That makes the most sense, right? It's the only one left? Yeah. I, I This feels like a series where they go back and retcon a whole bunch of shit, especially <laughs> yeah. with fucking with Ocarina of Time and time travel. Yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. Anyway, so... Link is now living with his uncle, and this is a prequel to the other two. So, how old is he? Like six? I'm pretty sure it's several generations earlier. A different Ooh. Link altogether. Is it? So, still a Link, 
but not the not link the we've link. grown to know and love. Okay. I think you can name but it whatever still, you want. Still wears a tunic. Like, yeah. Yeah, you you can name it whatever you want, and I got so fucking confused about that oh when I was God. watching the video. Wow, dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I I didn't I and then eventually about twenty minutes into the movie, it clicked. Like, oh, that's right. You could just pick a name. That's right. <laughs> All right. Be called whatever. So uh, Link is now, or the main character. We'll just we're just gonna call him Link for the for the sake of yeah, ease. Yeah. Now living with his uncle, and one day he just gets woken up in the middle of the night by a telepathic message from our heroine Princess Zelda. She's locked in Hyrule's castle dungeon by a mysterious wizard, you know, agonim. Mm-hmm. So Link's uncle's like, uh, uh, it's the middle of the night, and it's raining, I uh, gotta go. And I, I got that he heard it too. Yeah. He heard the voice, but like he didn't know. I don't think it was guy. telepathic. I think it was yeah, just broadcast was just, yeah. through, through the land. Maybe just the whole land. Yeah, you over think? The everybody heard it. <laughs> so Link's like, he didn't know I heard that. So I'm going to follow him. And uh, he follows him all the way into the dungeons under the Hyrule Castle, finds his uncle who has been mortally wounded. He's on his deathbed. And he's like, hey, you need to go rescue Zelda. Here's a sword and shield. Go, go fuck off and rescue her. <laughs> go save her, you eight year old child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, I know we've been living together, and I know you're a child, but you got this, right? You got this. Yeah. Your father would be proud if he didn't run out on you. Oh, shit. So you navigate the castle, you rescue Princess Zelda, and you escape through a secret passage through the sewers to the sanctuary. Correct. In the sanctuary, Link and Zelda run to a priest who is very helpful. He tells you that in order to, to, to win this battle... You need the legendary mastered sword. Master sword. Yeah. yeah. The only person that has this is Sahasrala. That's got to be close. Sahasrala. 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 Yeah, there you go. S dog. Biggie S. Uh, he supposedly this town elder, as he's referred to as, or Big S, as we'll call him. He's supposedly a descendant of one of the seven wise men from you know the pre scroll here. Mm-hmm. And uh, the priest is like, I'm gonna hide Zelda while you go sort all this shit out. So, thank thankfully, the whole game isn't a fucking escort mission. Yeah. So you go talk to Sasrila, and he uh, he's like, Yeah, you need to get the master sword. All that shit was true, and I do know where it is. But in order to get it, I need you to prove you're worthy because you're just some asshole kid. So you need to go risk your life as a child to go get the three pendants of courage, wisdom, and power. Mm-hmm. So he tells you he fucks. He tells you to fuck off to the Eastern Palace to get the pa- the pendant of courage. You think when he tells you to leave, he's like he's ain't, he ain't coming back. <laughs> oh no, I'm sure he's done this several times. This <laughs> speech. And uh, I I don't know. Maybe you can clear this up, Doctor Scientist. But is this a? Do you have to get these pendants in order? Or is this a thing where you can go find them? I think you have to get them in order. Yeah, because he okay. says get the first one, bring it back, and I'll tell you where the second one is. Right, right. So you you go out there. You get the pendant of courage. You come back, and Sahasrila, he, he gives you a little bit of backstory. Tells you the Order of Knights protected the royalty of Hylia? Hylia. 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 Uh, but a lot of these knights were killed during the war. Uh, when And they were the, the, the knights were basically protecting the wise men while they were making the seal. A lot of pe- Big battle. A lot of people dead. So, war never changes. True. Oh, come on. <laughs> <sighs> so... <laughs> We all quit today. <laughs> he sends you to a fucking cave and gives you the Pegasus <laughs> shoes. There's so many, there's so many power ups and weapons and stuff you can get in order to reach newer places or 
kill new enemies or move boulders. Mm-hmm. I don't have any of them written down here. Yeah, it's very Castle or Metroidvania sort of. Not really, but kind of. But anyway, Link goes off, gets a pendant of power via a dungeon. And uh, as he's coming back, or uh, maybe going there, I kind of was a little confused about this part. But the important thing you got to know is that in the middle of a cave in a mountain, he finds an old man who appears to be very lost. Mm-hmm. You help him up to the mountain to get the golden power. And I don't know where this came from, but in the story, you become a bunny in a mirror world. Yeah, I saw that. I have it written down. It's like, you become a rabbit for a minute? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what happened. I don't think here. it was that important. But it, it's a mirror that lets you switch between the worlds. But anyway, yeah. But why did he become a rabbit? So you can't attack anything. Okay. In the story, I don't really know. But all right. Either way, through this travel, Link gets the third pendant, and he actually pulls out the Master Sword. Dun, 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 dun. So you could say that shit is now on. Yes, sir. You could say that. So he fights uh, a green... I have written here a green demon, but I'm pretty sure that's Aghanim. Is this the first fight where you fight Aghanim? Aghanim is uh, not a green demon. He's more like a red wizard, but... Uh, I don't know. I just have... After the sword, you get the master sword. Oh, no. it's it. I'm sorry. It is later in the note you fight him. You do just fight a random green demon. Yeah. He probably has a name. I don't look Probably. it up. Probably. They all have names. But uh, through this fight, he plunges you into the dark world. Yeah, that's Aghanim. <clears throat> Who, you show up on the top of a pyramid? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Man, my notes are pretty wild in this, but <laughs> this is a fun little moment where S, Big S calls you telepathically. Across the whelms. Gives, gives you a, a bunch of information here about how this used to be the Golden Land. Mm-hmm. The wizard broke the seal, causing all this nonsense. I got a seal. <laughs> you you need to you need to unite the light and the dark worlds Fuck in order me. to. Was that a pee joke about breaking the seal? Yeah. <laughs> I was, when I, was trying to... I was hoping you wouldn't shed more light on it. Yeah, I thought he would just keep going and not talk about it. You guys were fucking laughing. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, because after he said that, I was like, fucking hey, I got a rash. It just popped into my head. <laughs> anyway. So you need to unite the light and dark worlds, and you need to do that by rescuing the maidens that Aghanim sent to the dark world. They all have combined some powers that can help you out. They're all in dungeons, and then you have to go and fuck off and start with the Palace of Darkness. Mm-hmm. However, right when you get all this info, Zelda telepathically calls you from Sanctuary. Telling you the soldiers of Hyrule Castle have arrived. So you'd go to Sanctuary just after all these soldiers left, and the priest is dying, he's on his way out, and he says that Zelda has been taken to Hyrule Castle. Oh no. You guys, silence makes me think my notes are wrong. No, yeah, you're you're right. She gets kidnapped, taken to Hyrule Castle, and this is where you fight Agony. Yeah, you're messing up the timeline a little bit. Yeah, you jumped around a little bit, but... Okay, got it. I, I've pulled from several resources and guess I could have cleaned this up a little bit better. <laughs> but anyway, so th- this is your first battle with Aghanim. Yeah. Okay, you fight him, you fuck him up, uh, and then, then he I guess he him. sends it's, you back to the Dark World. Yeah, it's yeah. too late. He already sent Zelda there, and you're not going to stop him. Yeah. Got it. No cap. 
Big ass contacts you again. Oh no, no, we got through all the seven. Yeah, all right, stuff, they all so. contact you. you. Yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, you need to save the seven maidens. Yeah. That's where we're at. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. at. The, this is, uh, and I'm not going through all these maidens. I'm not going through all the powers they got you. I'm just going to give you all this wild backstory that they've bestowed upon your character. Mm. Yeah, because every time you save one, they give you a little bit more. Can we just talk yeah. about the fucking boss design of this a little bit? Which one? Well, first there's a moth, a scorpion, <laughs> some type of jellyfish, and then there's like a t-shirt flying around with a redhead. <laughs> I think that's the character on the front of the box of those uh, red hot devils. Yeah, little, yeah, exactly. Remember those? I was like, what the fuck? And then there's an eye brain in, a, in ice and a swamp full of eyeballs. I mean, sort of, yeah. Not sort of. That's exactly what they were. <laughs> there wasn't a jellyfish. Well, what was that thing? A score, uh, octopus? His name was Argy. <laughs> yeah, they all have names and different strategies and stuff. It's pretty crazy, but I think my favorite was the eyeball monster. Yeah, because you had to use the hook shot to steal an eyeball out and kill it. My favorite was the flying T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> flying T-shirt. If somebody out there knows who the flying t-shirt is, add us on Twitter. There we go. <laughs> Boom. But Jesus Christ. So during the Maidens and all this info dump that they eventually give you is uh, Ganon is the dark wizard in the dark world, a.k.a. the sacred realm, which is what it was called before Ganon. Mm-hmm. Then he became Ganondorf. And got the Triforce. Wasn't he Ganondorf to begin with? I don't know. The whole Ganondorf Ganon thing confuses me a lot. And then he, when he turned dark, they turned him into Ganon. Something yeah, something him. like that. Yeah. I think it was it was the Sacred Realm, Ganondorf, got the Triforce, now Ganon. Yeah. Yes, yes. I think that's what it is. That's what I got out of this. But uh, right now, Ganon is actually in hiding. And if you save all the maidens, they'll reveal his hiding space. I don't know why they wouldn't do that right away, because Ganon's not exactly a cool dude, but... Because you need all, all seven of them to... Find them, don't, don't you? Yeah. I think you need their powers. You need their combined. power to break the seal on the castle. To yes, get in. yes. There it right. is. So we learn. We also learned during all this exposition dump that Link is a descendant of the Knights of Hyrule who guarded the seals. Obviously. Wow. Shocking. It's a lot of inbreeding going on in Hyrule, if you ask me. I think a lot they're, of all, same, they're all related. Same names. I don't appreciate that at all. That's just There's weird. only like 50 people. Yeah, exactly. Fucking a thousand Zeldas. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll tell you what, I don't trust those two dudes that just cut down the log all day. I don't. <laughs> no, or, or that kid who's fucking catching bugs. Yeah, or that, that fucking Kiki the monkey that follows you around. Yeah, he's fucking real greedy. <laughs> yeah, this game is fucking weird when you really pull back on this. <laughs> this is it's weird. Anyway, uh, they also tell you about something called the Great Cataclysm, mm-hmm. where uh, basically... And I am paraphrasing the fuck out of this. But the idea is that if a force of evil obtains the Triforce, at the same time, a hero is created mm-hmm. th- that will eventually fight the evil for the Triforce. Which, you know what that reminded me of? The the Buffy Doom. the Vampire Slayer? The concept of the Slayer? How there's always one? Never yeah, saw it. Yeah. To fight evil? You never seen Basically, it? Oh, if, if a sla- in the lore of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, if a Slayer dies... Then a new one immediately takes their place. Mm, so it's like the the prophets and supernatural. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always one, basically. Yep. Yeah. 
You're right. Or the pre pre guys in that uh, minority report. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The precogs. Precogs, yeah. The pre guys. <laughs> I, I couldn't think. Of, I was gonna say precon. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> uh, fun side story. Uh, my girlfriend used to babysit a set of triplets, and she would call them the precogs. <laughs> Wow, that's creepy. They were little kids. They didn't understand the joke, but she thought it was great. <laughs> but they'd always tell her the future. Yeah. <laughs> One was always different than the other two. <laughs> These wooden balls with words written on them? Wow. <laughs> Why do I know so much about Minority Report? Because it's a good movie. It was pretty good. Except for all the like, I don't ever seen plot it once, holes. Though, but... Oh, man. What a movie. Go. Wa- that's your homework, everybody. Go watch Minority Report. All right. Sounds good. Wasn't there a show called Minority Report, too? Based off the movie? Oh, Maybe. Short-lived, but I never know. It is ringing a bell. Ring that bell. TV miniseries? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and another TV series from 2010. Right. Yep, they must have been the last of very long. Mm. Precogs didn't do a good job telling the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was this all a setup so you could fucking say that? <laughs> what? Oh yeah, was, yeah. I, I thought that far the ahead. The precogs didn't know they'd be. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I knew Chumps Lab would bring up precogs, and I was just waiting. <laughs> he told me, "Whatever you do, bring up precogs at least once." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'll get it, sir, but I'll try. <laughs> now, apparently, there was a short-lived ten-episode TV miniseries in 2015 of Minority Report. I remember it not being terrible. Oh, yeah, they're homework. billing it as a miniseries. Maybe it was just supposed to be 10 episodes and done. I don't know. Extra credit if you watch that. Wilmer Valderrama's in it, so you know it's good. All right. Anyway, back to stuff that I guess matters. Mm. <laughs> uh, they keep giving you more information. They're still, they're still going, by the way. Uh, they're saying something about uh, their blood, as in the blood of the maidens, has been diluted and weakened because it's been so long. Sounds very Nazi. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little little airy in there. But they're not as strong as they should be. Exactly, so they can't really do anything. That's why you need to get the Triforce of Courage. And uh, they, I love the, there's a little moment in here, too, where they talk about how Ganon did, did not expect you to get this far. So like, yeah. like, you can actually, maybe you have a shot here. Uh, then you, you eventually go uh, to, the, to uh, a pond, if you will. You, you throw in a tool. In the video I watched, it was a bow and arrow, but I guess it could be anything. And this thick fairy comes out of the lake. <laughs> I think you could just do the bow and the sword. You need the bow to get the silver arrow, yeah, right? Yeah, you need the bow to hurt Ganon. But... Yeah. From what I gathered from the thing, whatever you threw in there, she'd just give it back to you anyway. If you just said, yeah, I threw that in there. That's mine. Yeah, why would you lie? I don't know. There, a lot of the time, there were dialogue options in this game, and they were so stupid. Yeah. They're like, hey, do you understand? Yes, or no, I don't, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> that was basically the that put up. So she gives you the silver arrow, like you said, that is going to actually fight and kill Ganon. And uh, basically, Garen's just chilling in his tower, trying to enter the light world. And uh, once he does get into the light world, though, then he's, he's there's no stopping him at that point. So you got to head over to Ganon's tower, fuck him up. And that's what, exactly what you do. That is exactly what you do. Just stay with us. We're almost done. So the sages, or you use the power of the sages to break the barrier, a.k.a. the seal, around Ganon's tower. Mm-hmm. That's correct, right? We talked about The this. barrier, a.k.a. seal. <laughs> a.k.a. thing stopping you. 
AKA impediment. <laughs> impediment. AKA magic gate. AKA, AKA uh, I got nothing. Yeah, um, portcullis. AKA trestle. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, you fuck up into that tower, ready to kill everything, fighting your way up, and uh, you have to actually fight Aghanim again, mm. who's like, you're not getting me this time, because I'm going to cheat like a little bitch with two specters <gasps> that are just as powerful as I am. I don't think that's cheating. I think that's pretty badass. I'd do it all the time if I could. And you're a cheater. So you'd multiple man that shit? Yeah. I always thought he was one of the lamest X-Men. He, oh, yeah, he is, but, I mean, Aghanim's a cool wizard. Okay. A lot of wizards are pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Pretty Find neat. me a not cool wizard, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, Harry Potter's full of them. Oh, wow. Harry Potter shots again. Jeez. Two weeks Pew. in a row. <laughs> <laughs> was it? I don't know. I think yeah. it was last week. Yeah, we talked a lot. Well, Dr. Scientist talked a lot of shit. About it. <laughs> and then he tried to he tried to get us into admitting as a podcast we're all anti-Harry Potter. Mm. I remember that. I didn't yeah, know not going to happen. Not going to happen. Chump Slap and I are like, mm, not committing to that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he has these specters. You kick his ass anyway. And afterwards, you won't believe this shit. No. What? Ganon rises from his body. Because <gasps> oh it was Ganon the whole time, motherfuckers. Ganon was Aganon? Yeah. Shut the fuck up, was he? <laughs> yeah. I, I totally missed that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like an alternate identity. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, it makes sense now. That point five seconds of... If that wasn't clear enough, he turned into a bat and flied away. Flied away? Flew away. Jesus. Fled. He fled. He fled. Yeah, that's what he said. Bat fled away. <laughs> <laughs> Link chases him via, I don't know, he got a ride from a bird mm-hmm. of some sort. That happened. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's like your fast travel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was like one of the powers you get in one yeah, of the dungeons yeah. that you can... Okay. So you, you travel there, and uh, you're you're now in the Pyramid of Power at the center of the Dark World. The P.O.P. Oh, isn't that the pyramid yeah. you dropped you on when you first You know me. Here? Should have just stayed there, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so they throw down, and obviously Link wins, because Link always wins. Mm-hmm. Gets a Triforce, and then this... Gr- the Triforce then... I, I was very confused. It talks, it talks to, him? to him. Yeah, the Triforce is the like, essence of the Triforce. I am the essence of the Triforce, and it grants him the wishes of heart and mind. Mm-hmm. So basically, Link takes this this heart, these wishes of the heart and mind, and uses them to restore the Dark World and Hyrule. He brings back his uncle and the dead priest from the sanctuary, which I honestly forgot about until mm-hmm. this point. Uh, Zelda's father. The real true king he brought back, and he returns the sword to its final resting place. Da, 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 da. And that is it. I love how the Triforce is like, yeah, just touch me. Just, just touch <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, I like the way you do that. Yeah, just keep touching me, bro. We're bros. Very That's it. That's the game. Whew. We did it. That's Nailed all three it. games, man. Yeah. Should take a two-week So break. I guess... <laughs> So are we going to do our, our final bits about the lore so far, I guess? I mean, if that's what you want to do, I was just planning on doing this game. Yeah, I was just going to do this one because the first two are just me. Backstory. Doesn't, doesn't really matter. It's more of a backstory right. to this game. Cool. Well, we'll focus on uh, Link to the Past. Sounds and, good. Uh, 
God, I wish I knew what I was going to ask you guys about it. Mm, this is going to be good. I hope he has something good. I don't. I don't have anything good at all. You never did. I always think about it <laughs> like two hours before we record. <laughs> right. Like, damn. So let's start with man of the hour, Dr. Scientist. Okay. What do you want to ask me? Do you want to play it now? Did the story plow your cow? <laughs> What would you rate it now? That's a that's a saying. <laughs> what the fuck does plow your cow I mean? I don't know, man. I was on the spot and I fucked it up. I'm sorry. Just, I'm sorry. What rhymes with now? Oh, plow and cow. <laughs> Throw both in there. Can't go wrong. They go together, right? My eyes were bigger than my mouth. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, he had a rhyming dictionary open. <laughs> would I play it? Eh, probably. Eh, maybe. I mean, I've played it a couple of times before. You'd probably play a newer one, huh? Eh, I'd probably play the old one if they released it again and had trophies on PlayStation. Like OG? But that would never happen. Oh, yeah. Did they, I, from what I was looking at the videos, there was the original SNES version, and did they like clean it up and re-release it at some point? Probably. It looked like an updated version. Yeah, there was an updated version on uh, the Switch, I think. Yeah, there's probably they probably redone all the... Yeah, I think you can Zelda buy all a couple that shit of times. On the Switch. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's Nintendo. I'm sure they redid it like six times. Yeah. They know how to milk a dead cow. <laughs> they know how to plow that cow. <laughs> I sure do. Did the story plow my cow? Uh, I'm not sure. The story was kind of, you know, trite. It's an SNES game. They could have done a little bit better, I think. I mean, okay. you yeah, got to get yeah. got to get the pendants, then you got to go save these princesses, mm-hmm. and it's all to stop Ganon, which is basically the entire series. And I thought it was just normal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bore, bottom bottom end of normal story wise. Ooh, shit! That sounds like a low score. Whoa. Well, it's I'll give it six stars. Six, six stars. Yeah. Six, 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 six. Out of twenty-seven. Obviously. I mean, it was it was okay. Didn't blow me away. Kind of below average a little bit. All right. You know how it do. Yeah. Word. Word. All right. Know. Chump slap. Did stuff ply your cow? I don't know what he's trying to talk about anymore. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, did, do you want to play it now? Did the story plow your cow? What would you rate it now? Why don't you just go with three nows? <laughs> um, okay. I'll... Okay. <laughs> I say you go I'll back to did the story work for thou. <laughs> okay. Anyway, do I want to play it? I kind of do. I've never played any of them except for like little pieces of them, the first two here and there. Probably just on an emulator trying them out, but Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of bored with every other game I got going <laughs> right now, so There you go. Maybe I'll try it out. Who who knows? Probably not cuz I'm also lazy. Mm, I hear that. (laughs) Dangerous combo. Tell me about it. Did the story plow my cow? Uh, No. I mean, it worked as in it got you, uh, let's see, how are we going to get him to fight in eight different dungeons this time? (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. That's all it was. Come on, get a different enemy. I'm sure they do eventually. Or is it always Ganon? Everyone I can think of is Ganon, but there's probably there's probably different ones somewhere along the way. Yeah, I don't know. I heard Breath of the Wild's pretty 
wild. Yeah, but that's Ganon too. Is it? Yeah. Jesus Christ! Come on! <laughs> come on! <laughs> it's just bad writing. So is it? Is it like always Ganon at the top, and then his minions change? I guess. Yeah, they're not I always guess, the okay. same. So he's immortal. I don't know. He lives a long time. And then he dies, and then you fight Ganondorf. Yeah. And then Ganon comes back later. And oh, it's a never-ending cycle. Maybe it's like Zelda. Maybe it's like Zelda. Yeah. yeah. They just name him Ganon every time. Everyone's a Ganon. <laughs> every person who was born evil. It's like George Foreman. <laughs> yeah, he was born evil. <laughs> <laughs> Which George Foreman are you talking about? He named all his children George. Exactly. So we got yeah, exactly. to specify. He got it. So now the story, I mean, it was basic. It's, it's this guy's doing evil shit. You got to stop him. You got to go through a couple dungeons. Oh, don't forget the silver arrow from the first fucking game. You got to use that again. They always have silver arrows. Yeah, but why is that his one Or light thing? arrows. What's that one? Why is that the one it's, thing that can kill him? I, I, I get how they want to do a callback, but I felt like this was just, there were too many, you know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, story didn't really work, but I mean, it worked basically. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's a fine game to play, but the yeah. story's kind of. Looks like a fun game. I'm sure it is. People love it. So, huh. Story wise, it, it, I guess it made sense. So, I'm going to give it an eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Because, I mean, why not? <laughs> It's my score. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah, there you go. You don't have to explain yourself to us. My six is your eight. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, perfect. Anyway, close, yeah. enough about my stupid opinions. Let's go on to the Scotchy, Ooh. the man of the hour, the man who picked oh. this thing. Papa Scotchalus. Oh, oh. <gasps> I was doing the DMZ bark, if you will. Papa Scotchy. DMZ? DMZ, Jesus. <laughs> the demilitarized yeah, zone. Yeah, the zone bark. <laughs> That's what you do when you Wow. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, day. Papa Scotchendorf. Mm. <laughs> Would you play it now? Do you? Do you want to spend the time on this? <laughs> okay. Did the story give you bliss? Mm. Okay. okay. What do you score this piss? I was going to say, how many stars do you piss? <laughs> Not bad. Not bad at all. Easily. Easily the best one. Top six for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, geez. I don't even remember what questions you asked. Do I want to play the game now or do I make you want to play the? It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Do you want to play this? Um, I thought it was really interesting. I, I like the idea that they expanded the lore from the first game, but I didn't like the idea that they kind of barely did. Like, it felt like they had the exact same bullet points that they hit in the first three games, but they just filled it in with backstory. Yeah, yeah. Like, you still have to go through dungeons. You still have to fight bad dudes at the end. You need to get more power to fight the big bad guy, which is always Ganon. Yeah, it's like, this is a Super Nintendo game. We got to make it. Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it has its charm. I like it. I think it's a good game, but the story just on its own merits, we've been here, you know? And just because you add stuff from long ago doesn't make it richer or better. It, it's just... And, and naming all the Princesses Zelda, it just makes everything very fucking confusing. Yeah. Unnecessary. So... 
I'll say overall, did the story work for me? Ah, uh, yeah, as in I followed it the entire time mostly. <laughs> I just kind of got I just kind of got tripped up on the lore. Yeah. And and the, and the stuff they explained later. And I, I thought it was very strange that they made the powerful wizard also be Ganon. Like, why couldn't it just have been a wizard? Yeah, kind of, I don't know. Was making Ganon more powerful or was with Ganon? Or even I don't just get... did Ganon's bidding. Yeah, exactly. Or it should have been the wizard that made Zelda sleep in the second one. Boom, boom. They, perfect. I wouldn't call it perfect, but. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I'm going to say story worked for me, yes, but at like 52%. Yeah, all right, there you go. So it barely did. Uh, and what score would I yeah, give it? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a little bit more generous. I'm gonna give this a ten. Ooh, all right. Uh, just because this the template of going through. Obviously, it wasn't the first game to do a dungeons thing, but it really popularized it. I mean, it it took this story to a whole other level. And while yeah, it wasn't that great. I still give it those points based on merit. So I'm going to give it a 10. I'm fine with 10. Hmm, 24. Right. 24. Yeah. Even though this is a story podcast, yeah. and you said the story sucked shit. It's so dumb. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Would you play it? Did the story suck shit? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Let me write that down for next week. <laughs> do you Now do you want to play it? Did the story suck some shit? <laughs> I can't. Rhyme shit without saying shit again. <laughs> so our final score, 24, which is five points more than Haunting Ground mm. and is actually, coincidentally, the exact same score we gave Clock Tower. Sounds about right. That. Yeah. Dude, we're perfect. Yeah, we got this nailed down to science. It's amazing how good we are at this. We you should know? have our own magazine that just rates games. Let's, let's bring back zines. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's a wave of the future. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Making money hand over fist with zines. <laughs> Christ. All right. Well, then, with nothing else to say about that, that's going to move us into our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist Classic Wrestling Vinegar of the Week. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Woo! And the winner is Scientist. <laughs> Weighing in at. Oh, uh, buck I don't want to get into it. A uh, buck twenty, <laughs> lean and mean, Doctor Scientist. Anyway, every week we ask Doctor Scientist for a one hundred percent guaranteed wrestling finisher move, and he has never disappointed us. I don't even think he has the capability to disappoint us mm. in this category. This week, Doctor Scientist, what do you got for us? Oh, we got the first finishing move of a guy who'll be on this list again in the future. Ooh, Ooh I can't. Wait. Undertaker, <laughs> Undertaker. No, no, no. Macho Man Randy Savage. Rob Van Dam. RVD. RVD. Damn. We'll talk about his one of his moves, the five-star frog splash. Oh, it's <laughs> a good one. Did he laugh? <laughs> the FSFP? Yeah. FSFS? Five-star frog splash. Is that oh, correct? Yeah. yeah. Wait till you hear what it is. Well, well lay it on us. Think of a description. Watch videos of it. It'll be better. But uh, basically, the opponent would be laying on the mat, and he would... Uh, Climb, then Rob Van, RVD would climb the top rope and then jump off and like make a starfish in make, the air. Well, kind of like a big splash, like a belly flop on top of the guy. Yeah. But he'd bring his he'd bring his feet, arms and legs in and then do kind of like a frog. Yeah, jazz it up a little bit. Kind of. But uh he'd jump pretty far across the ring, he'd do spins and stuff. It was it was pretty nice to see. Go watch a video of it and you'll understand it. Very better. acrobatic. 
Yeah. If you're listening to this on YouTube, you can just click on the link down there and you can watch the five star frog splash. <laughs> I nailed it. Yeah, yes. take that, Tyler Durden. <laughs> There's a video for you. <laughs> Any hoodles. So there it is. Five star frog splash. <laughs> That's going to take us to our favorite segment of every week, which is Jump Slaps. Would you rather? What? <laughs> every week we ask Jump Slap a would you rather question. He has to pick his favorite answer and explain himself. So this week we got we got a real a real chin scratcher for you. Oh, shit. Bring it on. And dare mm. I say this one is rather dare sexy. You say. It's rather sexy. Aren't it's they all? It's rather sexy. Well. You make the other one sexy. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank, this is sexy you. by nature. So here we go. Sexy Would you rather nature. sell all your possessions or sell one of your organs? All my possessions. Boom. I want to sell all my possessions in real life. How much am I getting for the organ? You got to sell one of the two, I guess. I... The same? Comparative? Yeah. No, I definitely sell all my possessions. I. What if you got the same amount from selling a kidney? I hate doctors. I hate... The, the, <laughs> I obviously wouldn't be a doctor doing it. The idea of a surgery, <laughs> electively, that's... I won't even get LASIK because it's elective surgery. I assume there's some kind of wizard making you make this decision. Like all of my possessions? I can get more possessions, right? Yeah, absolutely you can. Yeah. Just you're going to have to do it without a kidney or a, something like that. No, I'll keep all my organs and just sell all my possessions. That's yeah, well, that's too easy. That's not even a chin scratcher. Can I pick the organ though? Uh, yes. Mm. What about an appendix? I mean, I suppose you could get rid of whatever you wanted. Man, appendix removals are pretty easy these days. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't even think you get a. They barely cut your skin to do it anymore. <laughs> we need your appendix. We're gonna put in this rich dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I imagine just going home one day. You have nothing in your house but just a lump of cash. You got well. You don't have you got a house fair anymore. prices for everything. No, we're we're talking about you have to go through the process of selling all your shit. You got to list all that shit on eBay or put up flyers at fucking the country junction to sell your shit. Do I have to put flyers up for like, hey, I got an appendix? You guys want it? No, that's the wizard again taking it. Hmm. So you have to go through the effort of selling all your shit. The organ, they're just going to come in and say which one. And it's a wizard, so I don't have to go see a doctor. And Is there pain involved? Let's just say there's the normal recovery time. And then whatever function. Dude, the recovery time for an appendix is like two days. days. Yeah. yeah. If that, you could probably leave the same day you get the surgery. I would like to try to sell my, all my shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. I, I don't. I don't want to go through all that work. So then I'll just give the give the wizard what he wants. Just give him your appendix. Appendix. What if What if you couldn't use appendix? What What organ would you give him? Uh, I don't know. What does he want? He just does he want like a a kidney? That that kind of suck. Seems more like a uh, jokester wizard. <laughs> that's just doing this for the fuck of it. He doesn't actually need a, an organ from you. He's like, I'm going to take a testicle. <laughs> yeah. That's, is that an organ? That's not an organ. How is, is it, it not? Organ? I don't know. Yes, it's, organ. Your or, it's an organ. If it's something inside your body that has a function, I think it's an organ. Even things like an appendix don't have a function. Like a tongue is an organ, right? Yeah, I would think so. Right. Get my back here so I test. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very convincing. 
All right, so your tongue's an organ. That was the answer. <laughs> yep. Wait, no, it wasn't. It was, <laughs> you give an organ because you didn't feel like going through all that shit. See, you know, someone could hook you up with a with a easy way to sell all your bullshit, and they wanted to write about a thousand words about how you could do that. Where would they send that email to, Sir Chump Slap? Oh, well, send that to plottytime at gmail dot com, and I'll definitely read that because that's interesting, and I'd, I'd love to liquidate all my assets. And let's say that. <laughs> Let's say they what they had organs they had to unload quick and they needed to get to us fast on the socials. Where would they do that, <laughs> Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram and Twitter and organseller.com. Perfect. And if you want to do uh watch a nice little little logo with a waterfall behind it, head on over to YouTube. Like and subscribe there. Really helps us out. Yeah, give us some and reviews and shit, you know. Like and subscribe everywhere. Anywhere you got anywhere. this. Just spread the word. Get us out. Tell there. all your friends. We we would appreciate it. <laughs> But uh, that does it for us, so play some games, stay rad, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.